Blog Talk Radio. Hello and welcome. This is Lucy Weston from HereWeAreWithLucy.com and I am your host for the Here We Are talk show. Thank you so much for joining me today and the topic of the show is loving yourself. This is part two to a series I launched a while back and our our main subject today is home care versus housework, a new approach to an old chore. And before I get to that, I want to just talk about about a little, you know, housekeeping regarding the show. And like I said, thank you so much for joining me. I appreciate that. And I hope you'll listen, you know, through the end because I have a lot to offer you. And actually, I shouldn't say it's my stuff. It's really more my grandmother's stuff. It's all the tips and tricks I learned from her that I use in my daily life and I've shared with friends and, and it's just working. So I thought, you know, this is a really good idea for a show. And I've been keeping my notes and remembering stuff and just kind of going through it to to organize it for you. Um and in speaking about you know podcasting, I love it because I get not only to write for you at the blog, here we are with Lucy.com, but I get to speak to you directly. And I hope that that is helping you. I really like to help people. And I love the emails that you send me and the effect that I'm having on so many women. I really appreciate that. So keep those coming. You can always find me through the blog. And if you like the show uh, and it moves you in some way or you know somebody that it could help, please share it with them. Tweet about it it, Facebook it, give me a rating if you're on iTunes and you know how to do that. I know a lot of people don't know how to give the ratings. Um, There's ways to do it, but if you know how and you can give me one, I really appreciate it as well. Because that helps me know that at least I'm reaching some people and really the objective is to reach a lot of people to help them. And the more people that know about the show, the more people that you know, I can help and it just, it makes me feel good. So thank you so much for that. Uh, Okay. Nobody likes to do housework. I think that's sort of a collective, like, oh, housework. Oh, I got to do housework. I got to do this. I got to do that. And I think when we when we talk about it in those terms and that actual vocabulary of housework, it does lend itself sort of this heavy feel. Um, and vocabulary is very important. Uh, the way we speak to ourselves, to other people, the way we think about things. So I want to focus on. Loving yourself, and that is an ex- you, that's the result of the extension of not housework per se, but home care. And think about the difference in that, housework versus home care. Because when you care about your home, ultimately you care about yourself, your family, the people that come in, your neighbors, your you know, uh, visitors, if you're having a party, the home care. And uh, I talked in the first part about loving yourself in the first episode that I did uh, about three different parts to start you off on, on this plan of loving yourself. And one was collective beauty. One was t- the second tip was time saving. Um, and that was a quote that I have used and actually got from my niece 
was probably three or four at the time, you know, not today, meaning you don't take on things you don't want to do or you just don't do it. And then also a section on no more woe. So if you haven't heard that episode, I strongly suggest that you go back and you listen to part one. And that, that's going to give you a bunch of uh, tips to get you going on this journey. Um, and you can find more about that here at Blog Talk Radio or always at the blog under Women's Inspiration, Live Your Life Out Loud uh, series, which is a separate category on the blog. So you'll see that and you'll see all the other articles that go along under that. And one of the things, um, the reason I'm bringing that up, part one, is I did talk a lot about in that clearing clutter and how clutter, you know, it just sort of, it, it stuffs everything up. It stuffs you up emotionally. It stuffs you up, you know, in your house. You can't see things. You spend money you don't need to spend because you don't know what you have. All of those things. And that causes angst and it causes stress. So, again, it's it's about looking at things differently and finding a way to approach it. And as I said in the very beginning of the show, this was really my grandmother's process of doing things. And, um I don't know if you remember there was a song like Automatic Systematic, but I, I, somehow that song kept popping in my head while I was making all these notes. And it's kind of funny because I think she sort of did have an automatic systematic process of home care. And my grandmother was no stranger to taking care of herself and and, and basically saying a little vanity goes a long way, you know, to, to feeling happy and good about yourself. And of course, you know, she was from a different generation. Uh, so let's get back to this whole idea of the way you talk to yourself and the way you think about the, the home care versus housework. So again, you know, vocabulary is important. It does set your state of mind. So when you're, you're telling yourself like, oh, I've got to do all this work, that becomes your reality. And that's the way it feels. It feels heavy. It feels like it's going to be a chore. You don't want it to be a chore. You want it to be easy to do, right? Wouldn't that be nice? Nobody wants to do housework. Nobody really likes it. But we have to do it and there's something about saying it's home care it's sort of it's less daunting and it 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 allows you to perhaps you're expending the same amount of energy but it's without the stress because it means there's there's the meaning of it is it, there's an end and it's a pleasurable end. It's like an, ah, okay, the house looks good. And we all know that feeling, like when you come home and the house is clean, and you're like, oh, right, I don't have to do anything. It's just great. And somebody pops by and you're not worried. Um, and you want to keep it up. So it's sort of, you know, that automatic systematic process where once it's done and you keep it up, it stays that way and there's less to do. Uh, so this is the quote that my grandmother always said. And this was when we would be helping her, you know, she would, I don't know how much, you know, at five and six and seven years old, we were really helping her, but she was giving us tasks to do and things to do while she was cleaning. Um, but she used to say the easiest way to keeping a clean house is to keep cleaning house. I'm going to repeat that. The easiest way to keep a clean house is to keep cleaning house. It's very simple, but it's brilliant because once you get, a, you know, a handle on this, if you just keep up with it, you're never going to come home to a complete mess. It's never going to be, oh my God, I got to do this. It's it's all of that. The easiest way to keeping a clean house is to keep cleaning house, and the more you apply it, the easier it all gets. And I've been doing this, and I can tell you honestly, it works. 
And that's I mentioned the first show because we talked about clearing clutter. There's things on the blog about clearing clutter. There's even an article on clearing out your closet and, and you know, just sort of organizing. I just did that recently because I had a, a, a mechanical leak in the closet, so I had to take everything out. But it was a good exercise in decluttering and making a donation bag and then putting everything back. Sometimes you have to do it in its unexpected task, but make the most of it. Make it the way you want it and that what will make your life easier. So, okay, your surroundings say a lot about you. And I want to kind of have a little caveat here about uh, what we're talking about. It says a lot about how you feel and your lifestyle. And I'm not saying that if you keep a messy house or your house is always whatever, that, you know, you, you're you never going to be happy. Maybe you're very happy and you're comfortable with that. This may not be the show for you if that's the case. And that's fine. But if that isn't you and it bothers you when the pillows aren't where they should be on the couch or you got to vacuum again and, uh, you know, it's nagging at you about all those shoes at the front door or the books that haven't been organized and it's giving you anxiety or resentment or like, why am I spending so much time in my life doing the same thing every day? And if this is you, you know what I mean. Okay, right? Right, you do. I know you do. So that is not loving yourself. That's not making the best surroundings and the best um, feeling and emotion and, and clearing your spirit. If you're feeling those things about mundane tasks that have to be done and that you're doing all the time, but you're like, I can't I feel like I'm on this treadmill. And my friend uh, Stacy Price, who writes on the blog and, and also has co-hosted a show with me uh, called uh, Kindred Comments, uh, she and I talk about this a lot, you know, where it's just sort of, you know, she's got kids, I don't have kids, but there's always something to be done. And there's and sometimes you just go, what, why am I doing this again? And, you know, that's going to always probably happen. You can't kind of get away from that. But if you look at it a different way and you start to sort of get a system, like don't leave the dining room chairs out. When you get up, everybody needs to push their chair in. It just makes the room look better. And that was something I learned from my grandmother. We used to all get up off the kitchen. She'd say, no, 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 chairs in, chairs in. And it was true. And if you're, if you're, you're sort of doing that, it becomes automatic. You don't think about it. You get up, you push your chair in. The dining room almost already looks neater and cleaner or the kitchen table. Um, so again, if this is how you're feeling, then this is the show for you. So stay with me. I have a lot of tips that you can employ in a very easy way into your lifestyle. Um, and the process, my grandmother's process will help you. I, I promise you. Uh, if, and if you, you know, keeping a clean house when it, you'll, you'll know when you feel better, you'll know when things are working. And that is really, truly why I'm doing this show as part of the Loving Yourself series, because it is loving your spirit. It's about freeing your spirit and, you know, again, that awe moment, like, okay. So something I want to say, and I know someone's going to send me an email about this, is that, you know, when our grandmothers were running their own households, more than likely they were not, you know, shuttling kids to all kinds of events. They weren't running out the door every morning at 7 o'clock to, to catch a train or, you know, have a, a big career in them. And, and things have changed. They have changed. And my grandmother was a, grandmother was a 
a product of her biology and the time frame. And what she did was she was the Martha Stewart of her time. She ran that house. Uh, you know, it was it was a that ship smooth sailed uh, <clears throat> sailed smoothly all the time. So, in saying that, I don't want people to feel bad, like oh, they can't keep up with it. You know, in comparison to our grandmothers. And if you had a grandmother that was like this, you know what I'm talking about. Like they made it look easy, but they also had a lot of years of practice. So that's sort of what I'm taking some of her things um, and sharing with you. I just have to take a sip of water. Excuse me one second. Okay. So my allergies are kicking in a little bit this fall. Um, so don't feel bad if you know there there's you have so much on your plate this is a this is an exercise in helping you kind of find what's important and maybe ease those those little tasks that make the rest of your life a little bit easier so you know we're encompassing some skills of prior generations here to incorporate them into our daily life and you know you think like with the phones and the 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 cool washing machines and all of the the high performance dishwashers and everything else things would be easier but it's generally the same tasks it doesn't really matter what generation it is it all has to get done uh it's just that you know grandmas like mine weren't working out of the home they were working in the home and they were doing it you know full tilt. So yes, it may have been a little bit easier for them in some ways, but they did everything and raised families and, you know, cooked all the meals. And it's, so, you know, we're just going to try to take some of those highlights and and use them in our, in our busy lives today. And that's what, you know, I'm always trying to achieve at Here We Are, which is better, brighter, easier. Um, Okay. Let's start off with, she used to uh, do this thing every like Sunday night, and I've started to do it. First, I was doing it any day of the week, and then I would go forward, and I realized there is a there is sort of a, a good thing in the Sunday night at the end of the weekend. You look forward to your week, and you make a list. And I've been working on this list, and she used to break it down to two categories, personal and household. I also have added, and I'm sure you will too, professional list. So you'll have three different sections it doesn't really matter how you make your list or how you make your plan. Do what works for you, but make a plan. That's the key here. You've got to make a plan for the week. It doesn't mean that you have to say, Tuesday at 5 o'clock, I'm going to vacuum the living room. It's general things that you know you want to get done and that you believe you can get done. Do not add tons of stuff okay only add what you know you can accomplish give up on the but i should paint the basement or i should put on a new roof that's not your job this week that's not part of your weekly plan that's a special project when you add special projects to a list that is supposed to be your weekly plan, that makes you feel automatically overwhelmed. And all of the other little things become, they seem smaller and more inconsequential. So you don't get to them because you're focusing on the big plan. Don't do that. See all the little things as important little tasks that are little and can get done easily. Freeing up your time to eventually get to have a block of time to do the big project. So you might want to rewind the tape and hear me say all that again. 
but that's a really important thing. And my grandmother was big on doing gardening and, uh, you know, baking for bake sales and having her own types of big projects, uh, time for them. And this is one of the ways she made time for it. So basically, what what we all do in today's society is we overschedule ourselves. We say yes, we say yes, we say yes, and then we go, I can't get it. And then what happens? The laundry, you've got five loads of laundry piling up. You've got the mail that's unopened, and you're still not getting it all done, and then you get your head starts spinning off your body. That's not the way you want to be. You don't want to overschedule. Go with your gut. If it feels like it's too much that you're writing on your list, stop writing. Cross it off. Put it on next week's list or just get rid of it for now. You know what you have to do. So I'm not going to extrapolate on, oh, you know, you need to wash your dishes. That's not what this is about, okay? Um, But be realistic. And you know what I realized in in doing my notes for this show, to prep for this show, in doing my own list, actually, Sunday night, uh, and then revisiting it last night, and you do revisit the list every day. That's one of the other things. You do need to look at the list, whether you find time in the morning or the night before, and that way it gives you a good a sense of clarity of like, okay, tomorrow. So when you're you're doing something, you're like, oh, I got to, I got to, you know, throw these sheets in or whatever it is. You know that it's sort of on the list and you're going to get it done. Being realistic is being kind to yourself. Being unrealistic is only causing you anxiety. So don't do it to yourself. Be realistic. Say like, you know what? What can I actually get done this week? Can I really get these 25 things done around the house? No, I can't do it. I'm crossing off 10 of them. If I can get 10 of the 15 that are left done, great and good for you, and you'll feel much better. So really kind of limit it. Limit it to the reality and be realistic in the reality of your time frame, I mean. Okay, secondly, don't be a squirrel. Don't get sidetracked, okay? And when I, when, I, and it's funny, I, you know, I'm writing a book about a squirrel that I had a friend, I, a friendship with. I know that sounds kind of kooky, but it's, when you read the book, you'll see what it was, and it was very wonderful time in my life. Uh, but something I learned about squirrels is that, you know, they'll chase, as we all know, every nut they see, and they'll go from one nut to, oh, there's another nut. Oh, wait, wait, I want that nut. I, oh, oh, maybe I can grab this one. Well, the truth is they can only really carry one or two nuts at a time. And most of the time where they put the nuts, they forget where they are. So you don't want to be that squirrel where you're chasing all these to-do items and none of them are actually getting done. Uh, or maybe a few are getting done, but you've got so many and then you forget about this or you forget about that. You don't want to be the squirrel. And what does that mean? How do you not be the squirrel? Well, you have to focus. And focusing is very, very important on getting things done, any goal, whether it's household or professional or personal. So when you focus on one item or maybe two at a time, you can complete that task. And that was a phrase my grandmother always said, finish the job, finish the job. So whatever it was, if it was doing a a load of dishes in the sink by hand, you finished the job. You dried the dishes, you put them away. You didn't leave them for six hours later or whatever. You took care of it and you finished the job because that opens up your visual to doing whatever else needs to be done. Or maybe at that point, there's nothing that needs to be done and you can take a nice hot bath with a cup of tea. So that's the point. That's where we're going with this. We want to get you to that point where you're like, oh, okay, I finished that. Another thing she always said was, don't say, oh, I'll do it later. We all say that. 
Oh, I'll do it later. Oh, let me do this later. That's how things pile up. Don't let them pile up. Okay, so she would say, you know, when we'd say, oh, I'll do it later, Grandma, or I'll do this, or I'll do what she would say, no, do it now. And that might have been with homework or whatever we were doing, a project, but she would say, do it now. And it's a funny thing, when you do it now, when you have the moment and time to get something done, later on, it, it again, it frees you up, it, or, or anything else that's left or still on your list, it seems easier because there's less to do, because you've already gotten things done. Um you know, so you got to start to look at things like, and, and it, again, going back to vocabulary, you have to say to yourself, I care that my kitchen is cleaned up. And the more you do initially, the less there is to do going forward. And it becomes this cycle of automatic systematic where things are done, things are clean. You only have to do the upkeep. And upkeep is a time-saving word because that's all you're really doing. You're not doing the big things. Yes, in the spring or the you do some spring cleaning and in the fall you you know you get your winter stuff out those but those are project days so I I hope I'm being clear enough about that you have your daily stuff and then you have your big projects and if you're keeping up with the daily things on your list and that your house requires then you know that when it comes time to do the big project they don't feel as overwhelming they don't feel like oh it's going to take me a whole weekend you can just hit it tackle it get it done and get it out of the way um, okay, so we talked about not trying to remember, you know, don't, because you, you won't remember if you're a squirrel where you put things. But also, this lends itself to saying, don't try to remember what you need at the supermarket. Write it down. You know, there's a, there's a quote that goes around on social media I see every once in a while. It says, the biggest lie I tell myself is that I'll remember. And that's very true. You won't remember. We all do it. I do it all the time. I've done it. And I'm learning more and more to write it down, write it down, write it down, and to be more organized with what I'm writing down. Put it in your phone, make a list, whatever it is. If you know you're out of, like I was out of brown sugar. I think, you know, I, I had it on my list in my phone. I thought I was going to uh, pick it up last time. I didn't check the phone while I was in the store. We all make mistakes. We all go, ah, oh, I forgot the brown sugar. Well, finally, I had it a note in front of me. I, I popped at the store yesterday to get some other things, and I thought, aha, I know I need the brown sugar because it was on my list. Got it. I have it. So when I bake, it's here. So you just got to, you have to write it down. Um, and honestly, I didn't, being in my phone was one thing, and like I said, I didn't check the phone. If you have it on a piece of paper, it's in your hand, it's in your pocket, or, or another place to put a good list is put it in your wallet. That way, as you get to the checkout line, if you forgot something, you can always you see it with your money or your credit card. You can always run back and get it. Um, so, all right, we talked about break, taking your weekly to-dos and breaking it down into categories. And so we talked about writing it down, and that could be your shopping list. But another list you might want to consider keeping on a regular basis is replacements. And by this, I mean those different light bulbs you need for different lighting fixtures or the filters for your air conditioner or your water pro cleaner, you know, or your, um, your water filters and your sink or your refrigerator, those types of things that when you get to the store and you get to the Home Depot or Lowe's or wherever and you go, what size air conditioning filter do I need? But if you have it written down and you have dates written when you need it, that way you know, oh, okay, I, you know, that kind of goes in a, in a longer ticker file where you go, okay, in in you know it's a good way to use the holidays 
for that was another thing my grandmother taught me is you always use the holidays. You use, you know, Easter, Passover, Fourth of July, uh, Halloween, and then Christmas or Hanukkah uh, or Kwanzaa to use your sort of the four times of year to change things, your batteries, stuff like that. And that, you know, your replacement battery is another thing you can put on the list. And that way you know what you need. What kind of batteries does the TV clicker need? Oh, it needs three, you know, double A's. Well, now you know. And then that way you're, you save yourself time and energy and effort. Or if you're on Amazon, you can order. It's keeping a list. And that list is sort of a perpetual list so you'll know when you change things, that kind of thing. Um, put things away. Don't pick up after yourself anymore because you've already put things away, and that feels really good. And you'll see the result of that once you start doing it. Um, you know, and the next thing kind of in thought with this is put things next to the location. Keep your keys, your bag, your gloves, your phone charger all together near where you go out the door every day. That way you're not running back in and you're like, oh, and there's clutter, or you forget things. That's just sort of a good time savings tip. If you have rain boots or work boots or whatever it is, keep them by the door at the garage or near where you go out the door. You don't have to run around and then they're out of their way, but they're in their spot. Okay, and that's different than keeping like all the shoes cluttered in the foyer. That's not a good thing, and that's a bad feng shui thing. You want to, you know, I know you can keep certain shoes by the front door, but really when you come in, you need to put your shoes away, all of that, and it helps the house just feel better. Uh, if you're going downstairs, this is the old basket trip trick. If you're going downstairs and you have a basket at the top of the stairs, things are piling into that basket. When you go down for whatever, the basement or another level or to leave, you're bringing it with you. And then vice versa. When you the basket is emptied at the bottom of the stairs because you've put everything where it needs to go, the next time it fills up at the bottom, you bring it up and you put it away. Uh, and when you travel or you go shopping, when you get home, those things go away. Don't leave your luggage laying in the in the you know by the closet door or in the hallway or oh I'll unpack it later and I'll do that. No, when you travel, you come home, you unzip that luggage. Stuff goes in the laundry, stuff gets rehung, whatever it is, the luggage goes away, done. You're zipped up, everything's clean, you'll feel so much better. Start decluttering now. It's a good time, it's the fall, Halloween is coming. Use it as, a, as sort of a jumpstart time of year to declutter from the summer, put all the summer gear away, your decks, whatever it is. Declutter the, the junk drawer, your closet, whatever you have to declutter, just do it. Put it on the list as one little bit larger project, maybe for a week. And I'm not saying to do all of it in one week. Maybe just do uh, your your patio. All the cushions have to go away or whatever it is. That's the one maybe big thing you do this week. Whatever, and you get the idea. You know what your needs are and what has to be done around your house. So you, But don't put like 10 things on there. Don't say I'm going to declutter the junk drawer and the garage and my closets and, and the basement. and this. You'll never get any of it done because you'll just feel overwhelmed. Don't do that. Pick one seasonally and do it uh okay another thing that my grandmother did and i think this was sort of being you know growing up during the the generations of the wars and not having a lot is you always use stuff up before you buy new use it up and then you add what you know you're gonna you are using up you add to your list and then you buy it and that way you don't have like all these extra things in the house maybe you have a backup on certain stuff you use a lot a product or two i know i do i like to have that in case i'm out of you know special shampoo or whatever it is but for the most part try to use it up and then you you 
it's just an easier way. There's something good about the energy of that. You're not wasting. And also, if you use tubes, I do have a video on how to get every drop of product out of those tubes. So you can go to the uh, blog, and here we are with Lucy.com, and check out my videos there, and you'll see that. That's a really good money saver. That, that doesn't have anything to do with my grandmother, but, but I just thought of it. Um, only touch stuff once. This was a big thing that she would do. She, you know, she'd say, the mail comes in, you go through the mail, and you put it away. Well, now we have to recycle. So when the mail comes in, pull out what's recyclable, open the envelopes, throw all the recycling in a bag, you know, file the other stuff, or maybe put it in your bill list, whatever it is, you know, to, to pay those bills. But touch it and try to touch it only once. It saves you time. Don't throw it on the counter and let it pile up. And then it gets caught up with the newspaper and this and that, and that's how you miss things. It's not – it makes – it's just much easier to only touch the stuff once. Your home is your sanctuary. You want it to be stress-free, you want it to be organized, you want it to be pleasurable. All of these tips are, are lend themselves to getting you there, to keeping you sort of on a system, um, you know, where it's going to be automatic, systematic. Uh, completing the task, again, don't forget to do that. You have to complete the task. Uh, and, you know, if you see it, you clean it. When you see things that need to be clean, clean it. It's called spot cleaning. You get it done. It's done. It's off your list. It's not, never even maybe made your list. Uh, okay. One of the things I do want to say to you before I conclude is you can't do it all. My grandmother couldn't do it all. Nobody did it all. She seemed like she did. I'm sure she didn't. If she were here, she'd probably tell me I didn't get it all done. But you can do some of it all of the time, but you can't do all of it all of the time. So give yourself a break. But do it well. Whatever you're doing, just do it well. Start slow, start small, and do it well so that you're doing your best at what's in front of you. And that will make you feel good, and that will make you feel loved, and you will love yourself. And remember, there's nothing wrong with loving yourself. A little vanity goes a long way, and loving yourself is self-care, just like home care is about loving yourself. So I thank you for joining me. I hope that these tips have helped you. I understand that every minute counts in your busy life. Uh, and I'm always trying to make it better, brighter, and easier for you. So if you like this show, please, like I said earlier on, share it and you know, let me know. I'm always appreciative of that. Uh, thank you so much for joining me. And I, I hope you'll look forward to part three of this, which will come soon enough. You can also check out Chick Flick Chat, my movie and review podcast on blog talk radio thanks so much and i will see you next time this is lucy weston and goodbye